Okay, you ready? Okay, go to page six in your main copy. We were in the middle of last night's very frightening and Musa Dika Gemara, even though we're here for the Sugya, the Musar is free of charge. And Rabbi Kiva Vachaver of the Tamidim of Rabbi Eliezer, who had been in Chayim for the last number of years, and they didn't come to learn by him, and now they heard he was very ill, and they came, he asked them why you're here, they gave the correct answer without giving the correct answer. They said, we'll come, we're coming to learn, we came to learn, and he asked them, why weren't you here before? So let's start from there. First of line is Mericha Dalramis, and it's about a third of the way down on page six. Which there are many assumptions in this Gemara that are true Lalacha without the Gemara pointing it out. For a chayla not to get him more upset. The if the doctor says something and the chayla wants to know exactly what it is, and more often than not, it's not very practical for him to know. So if you're good at being Mashanab Nayashalam and you know the parameters, you can't lie more than you have to, it's Duchuya, not Hutra. It's a mitzvah, but it's still Duchuya. And you have to be careful that it shouldn't get them more nervous. With all those disclaimers, you don't necessarily say it the way it is. And even though they're talking to the biggest Chacham of the Dar, they said we came to learn, even though that's true, they're going to learn a lot, but that's not what triggered this. La Panai, they were very busy, but that's not really 100% of the story because he was in the Chayim and they understood they said they explained last night. Why indeed didn't they come? What did they think? Whatever they thought, Rabbi Lezer understood what they thought and thought otherwise. His taina was, I'm in Chayim, so I sit over here, you sit over there, you're out of Daladam, what's the problem? They understood, I don't want to over-explain either side, but we're going to explain what I can understand more, which should be the halacha, because Rav Chachmi Yisrael held the Shuvat So if the Tamidim, even though they're Tamidim, but it's also Rabbi Shua, it's also contemporaries, so what were they thinking? They can't sit five Amas away. The answer, I believe, is that the whole purpose of the Chayim, why they put Rabbi Lezim in Chayim? It's the only person in history ever put in Chayim who was the God of Adar. What they put him in Chayim for? The answer is that no personal tainas, they held him in the highest esteem. They were afraid, since he was such a chacham, and he had such clout and such ability to sway the tamidim, and the impossible like him. Tano Shachnai is what triggered it, but it wasn't the only machlekes. So they understood the only way at this particular kufa post-Hurban was to marginalize him, not as a person, but in terms of his sheet and his derech and learning. So if Everybody goes to learn by him, and they sit five amas away. They can learn for the next ten years and get kolat So what have they accomplished? No, 
Yeah, Shimmy is a good example. Yeah, right? You're sitting more than Dalai away, Chaznishir, times two. But I think you hear everything we say. You've uh, been here a long time. Hopefully, we're all learning and growing. So, well, that's a key of the Chayim. So they held no. They held it was obvious in the Chayim they're not supposed to come. Not supposed to, if they would come once in a while and sit, hey, Amos away, see how you're doing, and can we help? And okay, that's they're doing bigger Chayim over here. So, as I just promised not to over explain that side, so what's Rabbi Lezer tiny? I'm not sure. It seems like he's really trying to get at the truth, which is... Ah, uh, the truth, the word truth in this sugi is very hard to figure out. It's all true. What I mean is, as far as... Like, he said they can be punished for this. That means he held they did something wrong. It wasn't just... Sometimes in life, even in Ruchnius, there's no other choice. You have to do what you have to do, and you're still lost out on something. I'm open to that possibility. That's rare. Usually by definition, if you're doing Bratz and Hashem. Fact that he was like they realize that if they don't capitalize now, then he's going to be gone forever. So you want a taina that when they say lomod banu is really lomod banu, it's a odd time to come when they thought he was extremely ill and they weren't wrong. At the end of this gemara, he's going to die, and they're going to matter the chem. So they were just in time. They had mind to learn to come the month or two earlier. I'm sure they knew they were going to learn something. They learned a lot, actually, because we're still trying to figure out what the messages are, and there are a number of messages in the sugya. I'm just explaining, he had a major taina over here. You should have come, and you didn't. You had so much to learn, I had so much to give. And that's a chi of misa, because that's your tachas and this tachas it's all true. And you didn't take over what I could have given you from the Messiah, and there's things, details missing, that are important details. So that's all true. And what's their answer? Their answer is, well, that was the purpose of the Chayim. So the only answer you have to say, but it doesn't really answer up everything, is that if you'd ask him, would he hold the issue of putting the Chayim? At the time they're about to put him in Chayim? Of course not. That's why he was still arguing, right? Tan Shachanai was quite a showdown, and he kept saying it, and Raya's Minash Shemayim in the stream, and the walls caving in, and Rabbi Shua got up, Rabbi Shemayim he. That's the thesis I mentioned last night. They said, well, who was the rave over here? So I had a machlekes, had to figure out the rave. Okay. So the Basco was defending the greatness of Rebbe Lezer, but Lamaisa, the Gemara goes on to say that Elio Anavi told over the Neshamayim, because Baruch was happy, that they followed the real rave, and the real rave is the Pashup Shat. Not what some people think when three people arguing around Meisha, we pass like the three people. But within, within reason. So they were right. So... He didn't agree to that, and that's fine. It's still there, the Divlikim Chaim. But it sounds like it's just Lushitasai. The Chaim, in his opinion, was maybe not necessary, going a little bit too far. And I won't pass again, so you can still come learn here. He's still apparently held like that. And that is easy to understand from his vantage point. Why are they allowed to come now? You're allowed to be The purpose of the Chaim was to marginalize that it shouldn't be the same influence because Chaisel can't afford to stay terrorist. He was dying. The supersedes him. Well, they got him out to the after he dies, but they no, they're sitting five hours away, sitting out of four hours. Nothing Gemara says. You're saying the whole purpose of the chaim would have been undone if they all if he gets share and everybody's sitting out of Dalamis. So the only answer I have is that he held not so from the beginning. He held, he didn't agree with the chaim. His godless was 
anybody else, had this been politics, without Sadiq Adar and the Gedele Adar, he would have started his own political party, and he would have ran for something else, and he would have uh, started a new branch of Judaism. But this is Rabbi Lezer, and he said, you know what, I don't agree, and I don't think they could disagree, I think I'm right, and the Shemayim, they think I'm right, and I think I'm the Roy, and everything. Well, my sir, my esteemed colleagues, the other Gedele Yeshua of of Old Natso, and therefore... Plan to learn, I'm going to retire to my small best medrash. That's incredible. That's the most impressive part of the whole story over here. Is you would think, well, he probably agreed and then came to understand their position. From this Gemara, it's pretty muchuch. He didn't. Because otherwise he wouldn't have a time why would you come to learn? And that just gives you a new chashiv with Sir He didn't agree then, didn't agree in the middle, didn't agree at the end. So it was nine days. And he still did it. Because he understood the client still can't afford ongoing machlekas. That's incredible. That's not even, it is one of the main points of the Gemara, but that's not what the uh, Gemara is now going to uh, bring us in terms of Asugya, but just, uh, it's, it's amazing. You have to have very polished meters and work on yourself your whole life to be able to accomplish that. So back to the Gemara. Amar lay lahayulana panai. Amalahem tamiani em yamusa misus atman. Amalah bekiva shalimahu. Amalah ishachakash mishlahem. Because you are smarter, you can retain more, and you will be responsible for the entire Messiah of the next generation, which Rabbi Kiva was. The entire Messiah was transmitted through Rabbi Kiva's Talmidim. Very apropos to these weeks, his tens of thousands of Talmidim all died, and then the next group, which wanted to stand Rabbi Kiva, we'll yet speak about this sometime during Sphere, hopefully, but anybody who could pick themselves up after a disaster like that, forgetting even his learning, but it was because of his learning. He realized he's responsible for the Messiah, and this is the biggest disaster, and the entire generation was wiped out. He's got to start again. He started again. And Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Chemia. That's the whole Messiah, the Mishnah. It goes to Rabbi Kiva. So Rabbi Lezer knew that. Rabbi Lezer said, a bigger tain on you, because you can't afford to miss anything. And Rabbi Kiva apparently held and asked Rabbi Yeshua, his other Rabbi, and he said, no, you can't go. Which, um, I'm about to see the details. Yes? This is an example of a follow-up of how Chacham comes about, but he hadn't said maybe he wouldn't. Well, it's good you brought that up. I was thinking of making mention of that, but I will. It was important for Sira and for the Gemara. He told him, Shalchah Kashim Shalahem. There are many, many reasons why anything happens in life, even what we call, quote-unquote, the small things, certainly the big things and the very difficult things and the things that affect Klai Israel, like Rabbi Kiva's capture and execution. Why was he captured and executed? Because he taught Terry Barabin. And why did he do that? Because he felt he was responsible for the Messiah. I'm going to talk about that this Shabbos uh, a little more, but... There was something unusual. There were nine other Surya Malchus who were killed for many of them for teaching Torah Barabim. And Rabbi Kiva had a, a special role, one of the most famous, of Chinim was doing the same thing. And Bidim Mababa was trying to give over Smicha to the next generation. So he was going to be killed, Bidera Chateva, not that this is Teva, but his role was to die for giving over the Mazera, and he did. It's strongly mashma that it wasn't only because of this. Now, in describing Rabbi Kiva's torturous execution, would you, we have it twice a year. Tisha we understand. Yom Kippur needs Hezbe, but not for now. 
but it's not the only one. Rabbi Chaim ben Chajan, either a close second or close first. It's hard to know which one. Yidim uh, Baba being pierced with hundreds of spears. Rabbi Kiva stands out maybe in our mind, so shalchal kosha mishalahen, but there's not a huge difference. So I don't believe it could be the killer's chacham over here. Afil al-chinam made it a little bit worse, but I don't think the Gemara is telling us it wouldn't have happened otherwise. Because that kufa, anybody who was responsible for leading Klaisal and getting up with the Messiah basically gave up their life. So I, I, don't, I don't think it's necessary to say that it's the only thing, but it could be a contributing factor. And then Afila Achinam, meaning over here, he thought he was right, and he said it, and he said it out of pain because he cared about giving over the Messiah. So even if he wasn't right on the issue, then that still would have an application. So, Natal Shtei, first of line, Shtei Zreisa, Venichal Liba, Amba, Eilachem, Shtei Zreisa, Hashem, Gestei Sefer, Teresh, Neglolin, and they're still closed. I didn't give over, I could give over. Harbe Tera, Mati, Harbe Tera, Limati. From my As we mentioned last night, that's an expression that's more derogatory. He's talking about himself. He felt he didn't, not for lack of trying, but didn't get even a fraction from his Rabbeim. Also like an eyedropper, very little. Now, when you read the Sederis, that might be true in many circumstances. The Rambam once mentioned that his... Rebbe's Rebbe, the Rima Gash, when he would think of how much he knew, he'd get a headache. That's the rhyme I'm talking. We can't even imagine what that means. How much more knowledge can you have than the Ramam? Well, Ramam held that he couldn't even fathom what the Rima Gash knew. And Rebbe Lezer Hagadol is saying that I only got a small lick of water from an ocean from my Rabbeim. And now, before anybody gets depressed over this, that doesn't mean we're missing 99% of the Messiah. Because do the math, one drop out of an ocean, and then an eyedropper out of it. So you're all getting very nervous. So, Baruch Hashem, the good news is what we need to function is here, and not only that, but the beauty of Tarsh Peh, it can and was in many instances brought back. Case in point for the first one, the Avelis of Moshe Rabbeinu, people were Torah in the Avelis, and they were sad, and you can't learn when you're sad. They forgot 3,000 halachas from pretty early on. And they came to Yeshua Benun and says, uh, Rebbe, can you uh, have an audience with the Kosh Baruch Hu and let them know what they are? So let us know what they are so we can write them down quickly. And he was told, Shemayim, that those days are over, and love Shemayim, and it started with Yeshua Benun. Moshe Rabbeinu, we had a shy look and go ask. So Klaisel was very upset. He lost something from the Sarah. And Asniel ben Kanaz brought it back with his pilpul. Yeshua ben Kanaz learned, learned very well. Asniel ben Kanaz specialized in making the diukim and everything, and he brought it back. So that should give us uh, the nechama that we talk about a lot of machlegesim, a lot of things that are unclear, and Mr. Shem will still work on it. And Mr. Shem, when Elio and Novi comes, and we have the Sanhedrin, and we have the basic edition, Mosiat Tashmai, we're in Yisrael, we'll have even more. But there's a lot of Torah in the Achreinim, and you're looking at a Rab Chaim, and you're looking at a Rab Shimon, and you're looking at a Ketsais, and you're looking at it, and it's wow, this is amazing. So many Chidushim, and so many Chakirs, so many, they use that to bring back, that's all in the Rashba. Just that. It was clear the Rashba in one line, and the Achreinim are making Diukim. That's the beauty of Torah Shemalpeh, is that it's always applied to every situation, and you can always find it even if for a time we didn't really have it clear. 
just uh, gotta work hard. That's called amelus. Yeah. Smicha is a different thing. They couldn't. Uh, we can't do certain halachas because they don't have a direct smicha. Talmud Rebbe so you can't have an official based in the Gemalkas and Mises based in and things like that. That that, that was an effect. Or Yidim Baba gave it over, and ultimately they, it lapsed. But that doesn't affect. We still learn about the Mises based in, and we learn about the Surrey Misa. And we're doing it right now. So don't get depressed if you hear this description of one uh, percent of the ocean. So, Beheras uh, Aza is these parishes, and just these parishes, as a matter of fact. And there are many, many shades of the Beheras. And there are long descriptions, the descriptions of the Chumbish, and the descriptions of the Mishainim, and the Gemara. And then there was the Teresh Balpeh, and the Beheres Aza, what's bright, what's a shade darker, a shade lighter. And, and these are very detailed things, and he had 300 always represents many, many. And certain numbers represent 300, 400 that are used in Shas. Now, 300, which is a lot already, or 3,000 details within witchcraft, within Kishuf, on how to do it. Meaning, the Gemara we started off with yesterday, that Atamachacham Adayin has to know what the details are to be able to don the din, what's a chiyamisa, what's a lav, what's patovalaser, and according to Rashi, to know how to stop the guy from running away. And like any chachma, any science, it's a uh, very detailed discipline, and you got to have a messiah on it. And nobody ever got those details from me either. Akiva standing there. He said, Baruch Hashem, at least you, Akiva ben Yosef, at least you asked me once, and I was able to give you over some of it. And very practical end of it, as you'll see in a moment. What happened? They're walking along the way one time, talking and learning. So apparently, you had to be there. Rebbe Kiva saw an opportunity to learn. Why? I guess, I don't know much about Kishuf. Certainly about planting or making cucumbers or gourds or pumpkins appear and disappear. But apparently, Rabbi Kiva's walked to them. They're probably walking out of town, and they saw a big open field. There's a great opportunity. What would you want to do if you saw a gigantic open field and you were with Rabbi Lezer? What an opportunity. We wouldn't think like this. What, what made Rabbi Kiva ask all of a sudden now? Because if you make 10,000 pumpkins up here in the middle of the city, that's going to make things quite crowded. And here's an opportunity, and he knew enough about Kishuv that this is a place you can just make it. No one's going to, you don't want to do it in front of people either. Kishuv is not the type of thing you want to do in front of Amaratsam for sure. Get everybody's appetite going. So I'm not saying for the pumpkin pie, I'm saying for the appetite for the Kishuv. And he was out in the middle of traveling and out in the middle of nowhere, and therefore he saw an opportunity. So Amali Rebbe, Lamdani Menatias Kishum, please teach me how to do it. Amarti Dover Echad for 300 or 3,000 details. It's pretty incredible. Amarti Dover Echad, like Abracadabra. I use that because that's Abracadabra that comes from the Gemara. 
and all the Kishof in the world has uh, the same source from Shesh Mebrashis. This Malakarasadikishuim. One word, the whole place is filled up. Amali Rebbe, Lamtaninityasan, Madniakirasa. Now I see you know how to, he knew, he knew, but now I know how to make them appear. Can you teach me how to make them disappear? That could be harder to make them appear. Ask the Chatumim in Mitzrayim. It's not so easy to get rid of these things. Interesting. It doesn't say they disappeared. It says they were gathered to one spot. Nice, neat pile. Atkan is the Gemara, and this highlights, among many other things, the fact that it's a difficult, complex limud, and Rabbi Kiva, to his credit, Rabbi is saying, you could ask me so much more, but at least Baruch Hashem, I gave you over some of this, and the 300 or 3,000 details of just Matthias Kishum, Kishum, and there are many other areas of Kishuf. So, it's a uh, vast uh, science, and we're not learning it for the science, we're learning it so far, to Paskin the Din, according to Rashi, maybe to get the guy with the mitzvah, which you have to get back to, and there are going to be more Mechudish Dik applications. Take a look, go back, down to the bottom of the Gemara, three lines in the bottom of the bracket. How do Rebbe Lezah do it? How do Rebbe Kiva ask him, how do Rebbe Lezah do it? The Gemara answers, Lis Lamed Shaini Damar Mar, which again is our Pasuk, at least our series of Pasuk we started with, talks about Kishuf, and this is the context of the original Pasuk. Yes? You don't learn it as well. Now, the Chiddush over here is you would think you could teach them without doing it if it's only two words, abracadabra. I could say that. So apparently I'm just using it, in the words were not abracadabra, because Haraya, I said it, and there are no cucumbers here. Uh, and uh, Whatever he said, Dover Echad can mean a phrase, a paragraph, who knows. But the premise, according to Rashi Antesis, any shita, we're going to see how far the Rishonim go with this. Heter, but why the Heter exists? Everybody agrees that if you have something complex, if you don't actually do it, you don't really understand it. Which is why people are building models of things, and why people, what if a model something out, just do the equations on paper. Do they do it after? Rabbi Kiva was absolutely brilliant and wasn't necessary. As soon as you told him something, he learned it, knew yeah, it, and never forgot it. I don't know if he didn't, but I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. Okay. And it wouldn't be a heter. If he doesn't need it and he has an infallible memory, which he had, and uh, he was responsible for the entire Messiah of Teresh Bissadash while Penn, he started at 40. That is a very high IQ, but very high IQ, and basically a photographic memory. Otherwise, uh, it wouldn't have been Shaykh. Yes? Um, two questions. One, would the Rabbi be able to share an idea of why it's Matthias Kishuin? I was making this uh, half, it was, it was half jokingly, but Kishuin either means gourds, cucumbers, or pumpkins. I see it translated a different way. Pumpkins wouldn't surprise me because pumpkins have a long history per our Halloween uh, sugyas on dealing with the occult. And uh, you could say, nah, it was just a practical way. Jack-o'-lantern, Jack-o'-lantern was the occult. That was the whole thing with the souls, the migrating souls, and the guy, and they put it as a pumpkin's grain. You carve it out, you put a little lamp in, it looks very spooky with the eyes. And I have a feeling it's more than that. I didn't do research because I 
try to find enough time to learn the regular sugyas, and I just assume whatever the guy has been doing for a long time, it has something to do with Kishuv. And I'm, it's usually proven correct. So that's what I'm saying. I, I would vote for the pumpkin only because it's more mysterious. Right. So the second thing is, Rebellas um, Ben Horkinus was definitely like in the, the famous Tana Shafmai Sugya, right? So uh, not according to the Masha, but according to other uh, Rishonim, that it's. He's Mamish Nisim in the flaws, like Oh yeah. Saying. They had a lot of cover for him in Shemaim. So why why would it why would the Gemara answer here that it's the Islamid if the Gemara could say that maybe he's doing it al Derech Tahar instead and he's doing this is the exact same thing, it has the same effect, it's, it works the same way. Because way. we know he wasn't, because Rabbi Kiva didn't ask him to see Nisim of the great Rebbe. He knew he was great, knew he could do and and ask for things in Shemaim. He wanted to learn Kishu. But he couldn't do the Kishuf in a way that's not... No, because he never did anything. All the cases, Tan Shachnai, with the wall caving in and the string belt, he asked Shemayim to do it, so Hashem did it. Hashem did the nice. Here, Hashem's doing everything, but here there's a a science, there's a a metaphysical science. Hashem said there's instructions how to harness, like any science. If you put these molecules together, you can create a vaccine, and if you got... All the things we do is Hashem's Chachma and the Bria... With instructions. So, these are the instructions. This is the code. You've got to do the code right. I, the less uh, mysterious, uh, or the less fantastic shot in the Kishun, by the way, just regular cucumbers, it's, it's a very easy crop to identify, like most people plant in the backyard, cucumbers and things. So it was a type of thing like, oh, I can do that by abracadabra. So I don't know if you need any... Regular garden vegetables. Right, right, right. Exactly. exactly. Standard garden vegetables. It would have been the American tomatoes or whatever. Regular garden variety. So, I, you know, the more interesting shot is we start thinking of pumpkins on Halloween, but I'm not, I'm not married to that shot. Yes? The reason why Rav Yishinim... Let me say this carefully. Uh, whatever you say about the Rambam, you have to say it carefully because the Rambam is the Rambam. Uh, the Rambam's getting a headache about the Rimagash. We get a headache when we think about the Rambam's brilliance. So uh, the reason why Rabbi Shannon don't like the Rambam is because there are too many Gemaras. <laughs> that's the short answer. Never. Uh, there's long, long shtickles written on it, but the reason why it's the Rambam, it's not just the Macholik, it's the Rambam and the Ramban. The consensus, if I had to almost say the Messiah, is that this is the Pasha Pshat. And barring... Your shot, maybe the Ram would say that. He said, no, it's Kayach and Shemayim. They respect him. So I did an H for him. That's a possibility. But it doesn't sound like that because he wouldn't ask for a nace. He would, he would tell Rebekiva, my dear Talmud, it's not true and only Tipshin believe in this. And I could ask for a nace, but why would you want me to ask for a nace? We don't ask for nisim. He didn't say that. He said, yes, there's a very complex set of rules and regulations and different lashanas you have to use and watch this. There was an illusion. There's a level that's an illusion, that's a law of an Misa, and the Gemara makes it clear there are two different uh, levels over here. Doesn't the Rambam hold though, at least in the Hatun Mitzrayim, that it wasn't just a Chizanayim, there was some koach and then event and it went away and now At some happened. level, no. They, they, you're, you're referring to the nice uh, Zog of a Rebbe who once said with all respect for the Rambam, he said, look, I'm not putting my head in between the Rambam and the other Bishayim, but after the Rambam said there are no shady characters, they all left. 
That was the same as that's, that's the Pshari you're referring to. So now they're all. Uh, Pasha says they are certainly less of a menacing presence because of our low madrega. We're so low, they don't even mess with us. That's not great. But that's Neskat Maderis. So we have less of the occult because we have less of the Kayacha Tyra to combat it. That's the Pasha shot. So this is the application. If you look at your single page, the Yad Ramah, goes on this Gemara, and this is the first Rishon, one well, of the only Rishon we're going to have that's going to tell us the key to why he thinks there is such a limud, and I think the key to the sugya, which I'm going to have to prove in bits and pieces. But he says two lines that are extremely crucial to the sugya. Makshina, you see the bracket there in the second column toward the end? Makshina and Rabbi Lazar, Chiyavid, Maishinatiyas, Kishurim, Abikirasam, Anantanana, Isamaisachayev, now, he's giving us, this is a reason, the Adama, he's telling us what the pshat is in Leslamid. What's bothering him? He has to explain this. What's bothering him is the kash we raised. He said, we have 365 lavim. There are very few where we say, well, if you're learning and you're teaching, you want to understand, you want to protect yourself, you want to do other things, we didn't finish the list yet, you could do a lav So, Like, why? So, how do we know that kishuf? has this exception, and how we know making moons has the exception. He's not going to talk about that yet, but we'll start with the Kishuf. Kalimar. He was doing it to teach, he wasn't doing it to do Kishuf. As the Pasuk says, we have an exception. That's the Pesukim he started with. Kalimar. What's the answer? When you do these things, we think, if you ask anybody, what's the answer? It's exactly because we can't do Kishuf. You're trying to copy the guy. not trying to copy the guy. He says it cannot perfect the theory I started sharing because it sounds like that from the Pasuk that it's a chukosayim din. And we know from the Sugi chukosayim that the Icarisser is copying the Goyim. And that's why the example, these example to give, the Taz discusses it, everybody discusses this, why are they allowed to dress like the Romans when a Rome do as the Romans do? That's a very famous expression, which is not only not Osral's chukosayim, it's also to do as chukasayim if you're trying to look Roman. But that's the example they give us mutter. If you're an Askan and you're trying to blend in with the Roman senators to overhear Xeris are making, so you can put a stop to it. That was the first heter we started the sugya. Why does that heter exist? So one of the pshatim is that it's like chalamayim. It's a dindar. Some say it's drawbar on hey mamu hey mamu to protect klai Yisrael. It should be askanim with their ears to the walls to listen, and have to mingle and have to go incognito. And others say no, it's the raisa, but masrul chachamim. That's like. The Pshat Bechalamoy, it's the same Achalik as the Reis or in the middle, Masrul Acham. Masrul Acham means that they understood, sounds like Darish time in a crawl, which we don't, usually don't do. But the Pasa keeps emphasizing, don't do it, Kito Eivis Hagoyim, which means if you're doing it for real obvious practical reasons, and it's obvious to everyone, to you and everyone else, you're not doing it to copy the Goyim, you're not trying to mingle with them, even though by the Roman case you are, but just for the temporary measure of an undercover agent. So that's Mutter. Those two words we're going to see next week is a whole other level, which we didn't even see in Mishanim yet, that you could do it when you're not trying to copy them. You're doing it because you need to use it for something. But over here, the Nas Asmacha is you need it to learn because if you want to be a dying, you've got to have a Paschal Nadin. Or if you want to kill the guy and Mises based in, now like Rashi, you've got to be able to stop him and get rid of him. So, Hanas Asmacha, actually, the other way around, he says, let me go back a sentence. For your own blatant Hana, meaning the incorrect Hana, as opposed to when you need it for something important in Ruchnius. They do it. Why do Gaim do Kishuf? 
There's a lot of fun. You can get your enemies. You can turn people into toads. Base Hana, bad midas. You're violent, you're greedy, you're jealous. That you can't do. But if you're doing it for practical reasons, you have to pass Nadin, you have to stop a Russia, you need a Rafua, maybe. We'll get to that, Heter. So then it's Mutter. Right now, the Gemara just says, is to teach him the din. We don't know the other term, but we already got a glimpse of it in Rashi. And this is Beferis, the Adorama holds that it's a din in Chukasem, and therefore it's, he doesn't say the word Basically, they're learning from the Pasuk that it's not always Asr. It's only Asr if you're doing it to copy the Goyim with their base midas and instincts to get ahead and become powerful and harm other people and not believe in Hashem, and not have a Muna, and be involved in the occult, and that's not for us. But if you're doing it for something very practical and pinpointed, then it's mutter, you've got to figure out when and where. So we'll pick up, we'll chaza this last theme, Mitzvah Shem, next week, and we'll pick up on the examples.